Hello, I'm Natasha Mirosh, and this is Extra Virgin Postcards, where we hear from people all over the world about what it's like to live where they do. They'll share with us the best places to eat, drink, what to do and what to see, as well as insider tips that only a local would know. So whether you're planning a trip or just armchair travelling, let this postcard take you away. Hi, my name is Belinda Lutzik and I'm a food and travel journalist living in Croatia. I moved to Split at Christmas. Split is on the coast of Croatia. It's the unofficial capital of the Dalmatian coastline opposite Italy. It's sort of smack bang in the middle of Dubrovnik and Zadar. So it's very centrally located in terms of that coastline and all the islands. And I moved to Croatia in part because I have family there and I'm also in the process of applying for my citizenship. Split is is Croatia's second largest city, but you wouldn't know it. It's got a population of around 265,000 people and it has a very small, very friendly atmosphere. Everyone sort of is very laid back, very relaxed, and it's just a really easy, lovely way of life. The minute there's a bit of sun, you'll see everyone out sitting in the cafes. It's a huge cafe culture. So I have a creation friend who I rang him one day and said, oh, I've double booked myself, but I can come and meet you for half an hour. And he, and he was like, oh, no, well, we should reschedule because if a creation says come and meet me for a coffee, they mean come and sit with me for two hours and we're going to drink one coffee and we're going to talk all that time. Christians love to talk. They're very friendly. They'll share their, you know, the homemade fruit brandy raffia at the drop of a hat. In the cafes, you know, if I've sat there by myself writing, tapping away, there's there's generally been some older gentleman come to join me to tell me about the war days and, you know, his part in rebuilding the country. I think it's, you know, it's best not to get involved in the politics of the past. But I think overall everyone's just very friendly, very welcoming. It is Because it is such a tourist town, I think it's quite cosmopolitan in that sense. Everyone speaks English and they are very helpful, very friendly, very helpful. So Split is a harbour city. It sits on River Harbour, so it's framed by this really beautiful coastline of pebbly beaches and cafes and lots of mega yachts in summer. And then at its heart is a palace, a Diocletian's palace, which was built in the 4th century, and that takes over half the old town. And that sort of branches out into high-rises towards the back, and it's framed by the Daenerys Alps, which are these beautiful Croatia's version of the Alps, so beautiful crushed-looking mountains, and Mount Mosa is the main one where people disappear to on weekends to go and hike. So there's lots to see and do in Split, aside from it being a stepping-off point for a bunch of the islands like Hovar, Brach, Sholta, and Viz. In itself, it has a number of museums and art galleries. Of course, there's the Diocletian's Palace, which has this fantastic subterranean museum and outdoor museum that you sort of wander around and actually stinks from Egypt there. But there's also the Mestovich Gallery, which he was a famous split sculptor, and, and it's a beautiful gallery that overlooks the sea. 
as well as the Slits City Museum and the Ethnographic Museum. So my typical weekend usually kicks off on a Friday night with a glass of wine at Zimbandol. There's a, actually, I should say, Split has a huge expat community. So part of the reason for that was that Croatia announced a digital nomad visa a couple of years ago. And it has been a boon in terms of extending that tourist season from April through to November because the weather stays very warm. But it also means a lot of people who wanted to retire or wanted to base themselves somewhere in Europe have ended up there. And it's it's a very social expat scene. So there's always somewhere to go and someone to meet. But usually there's drinks or dinner on a Friday night in the old town. And then Saturdays, I tend to get up early and walk down to Butchfordshire Beach and all the way around that coastline to really stopping for coffee and to take in the sun and just, you know, watch people in winter. It was, it was hilarious. I was watching tourists jump into the water. Yeah, so that's my Saturday. It's very lazy. I'll go to the fish market in the old town. I'll go to the, the green market where... You know, as, as well as farmers selling fruit and vegetables, there's olive oils and marinated anchovies and olives. It's really just a really local food scene and, and really nice. Sundays, when the weather's warm, I'll go swimming. I might jump on a ferry to Shelter, which is an island that's 30 minutes away that a lot of locals like to go swimming at. Or I might go hiking up in Mosa. And that's quite a lovely hike, 30 minutes from Split Central. And it takes a couple of hours and it leads up through sort of a lot of scree into to a mountain hut where they serve a very traditional creation lunch. Or nearby is a lot of sort of specialty lamb places, lamb canobas. Or the other thing is to go up Margin Hill, which is actually right next to the old town of Split. And it's parkland and sort of small hill. That at the base is like a little town and beaches, but it's just, it's really beautiful walk dotted with lots of old churches that were built into the rock. So where to eat and drink? Well, there's there's a handful of Michelin-starred restaurants in Split that are really lovely and don't cost a bomb. So just outside the old town is Shug, which is this, just very low-key, very traditional Canoba-serving Dalmatian seafood and la- the lamb stew. And it's, yeah, it just has a, a really nice ambience. For knockout views, I'd go to Shruli, which is maybe a 20-minute walk from the old town. And up above the beach is a restaurant called Devore, which has beautiful terrace seating all the way down almost to the beach and a traditional menu as well. In winter, that's my one of my favourite spots to go and have a coffee or a croissant in the morning. The, the restaurant isn't open in the off-season, but they do stay open as a cafe. Then in the old town, there's a really fantastic little restaurant called Villa Spizza. It has a blackboard menu. You can't book. I think the menu stays up all week. So basically, as they a lot of things they just cross them off the list and that's just a really lovely sort of family-owned restaurant with little checkerboard tables and in a really narrow little cobblestone laneway and it's really gorgeous in terms of cafes i like to go to a place called teak which is in the old town and it's great because 
it has a non-smoking section. So even though Croatia is part of the EU, there's a lot of cafes that are very not well ventilated and lots of smoking. So there's that. D16 is another one that does a good sort of Australian coffee and it's full of expats. And for drinks, I, li- I like to go to this little jazz bar called Marvelous. It's really cute little hole-in-the-wall bar in the old town. It's tucked away down on some little side street. And it's 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 got a really good ambience. It's got a walls filled with books that people have left behind in every language. And Croatians have a soda water called Yamnitsa. And it's it's just a very salty, fizzy soda water. It doesn't really taste like, you know, a nice clean soda water like we'd have in Australia. But Marvelous have soda water, proper soda water. So if, if you like a vodka and soda or a gin and soda, that's the place to go to get that. My other favorite place is this place called Zlatni. Zlatna Ribica. And it's a little fish cafe restaurant right next to the fish market. So the fish market in the old town is in this old stone building. There's all these marble slabs that the sellers have all their fish out on. They'll gut them and whatever for an extra fee. And if you turn up there at around midday, everything's heavily discounted. But right next to there, there's this cafe and you can order the mixed fried fish where you get all the really little fish, just pan fried, calamari, prawns, a salad, glass of local wine. It's really nice. So Zinfandel's in the old town is a great spot for Dalmatian wines by the glass. If you do go up to the top of Margin Hill, it's Splits Green Lung. At the top is a cafe with incredible views over the city called Vidalitsan. So that's a really lovely spot just to have an espresso and take in the city. For TV is a Michelin starred inn a family-run inn that's been in the same family for hundreds of years, and that's in the old, just outside the old town. And you go there for cuttlefish risotto and this incredible cuttlefish stew that their great-grandmother made for them and they've passed it down. And then somewhere like Dvor does, you know, the brodette, the fish stew, or the rastacada, which is a slow-cooked beef stew with gnocchi that's really hearty in winter, but just a really lovely, honest dish. In terms of tips, in the peristyle is a tourist office. So if you go in there when you arrive, they, they have a split card, which gives you discounts to restaurants, but also free access to some museums. One Friday of Every January, everything is open for free. So if you happen to find yourself in Split in January, you can basically go to every museum. They have performances, but, yeah, there's sort of none at the museum. It's really lovely. Another tip, in Zinan, hard to say. It's like a beat next to Furuli, but there's a... There's a hotel. I think there's a Radisson there, just up from there, and it's and it's not a pretty looking neighbourhood in that sort of central European, like rebuilt after the war kind of look. There's all the high rises, the graffiti, the you know, everyone parks wherever. But there, there's a little restaurant that opened up not so long ago, maybe in the last year. The chef used to work at this fantastic restaurant called Artichoke in the old town. And he's opened a restaurant there called Bone Boutique Restaurant. And it's fantastic. He does a lot of gastronomy, really beautiful steak tartare. It's just a, a really lovely sort of tucked away place that I definitely rate. 
So I hope you've enjoyed listening to my sort of insider guide to Split. It's, yeah, it's just a really beautiful harbour town, very pretty, and just has a really lovely laid-back way of life. You've been listening to Extra Virgin, a podcast for the Epicurious. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can follow Extra Virgin Food and Travel on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you haven't already, go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And if you'd like to help support Extra Virgin and keep us ad-free, please consider buying us a virtual coffee on the website www.extravirginfoodandtravel.com.